Blog Talk Radio. It says, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and once that was to bind on earth to be bound in heaven, and once that was to loose on earth to be loose in heaven. In other words, God was telling us that we had to find Satan, but Satan is not by himself. And many times we only say, Satan, I bind you, but we must now say, Satan, I bind you, I bind your angelic race, and I bind your demon spirit. And where do we bind them up at? We bind them from where there's the gate. We bind them in the heavenly, the earthly realm, the underworld, and the underseas in the name of Jesus Christ. See, you dealing with a born-again believer. But King James Reader, when they come to put in work, I got more spice than a zebra. Caesar, steamer, no, they're right in progress. I'm creeping up on him, so like his name was Cyrus. Then I put two up in where he digest. White stress, I guess. Put it down on sight, so I guess you can't deal with the feel. Let it on the skill, let me get this off of my chest. Why, yes, I'm just a spirit, so yeah, pillar. Like pillar, plus pillar. To make it blunt, let's break him and kill her. The other day I had a dream, it seemed that I was crowned the king. Giving the kingdom in the black queen. But I know the kingdom by. And I guess the king goodbye Cause I'm not supposed to be in the ghetto when the demons die See I don't have no love for demons and they don't love me So I guess my cage I get it, I put it down constantly Take authority over the strong man When I'm from five nine and I'm He's always on my mind and I'm going to sleep and I'm dreaming of finding him Always like age of break and darkness in a hundred ways You'll take my ball like I'm a rapping for your hundred days And then you'll miss like a gorilla bleeding the blood over your villa It's the sanctified blood war, demon killer, killer
Hallelujah. That's right. We need to know his ranks also. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom, brothers and sisters all over. This is the host, Five Smooth Stones, coming at you again on blogtalkradio.com. I am Brother Seth. And I am just so thankful that you decided to take the time out of your night. Uh, I know you're up researching, looking up things. I know I am. I'm a night out. This is my time to go around and discover things, so to speak. I just find it more peaceful to do at night. But anyway, we welcome you to the, another episode. And uh, we just welcome you to another episode of uh, One World Watch Society. This is... Uh, Society of Friends, I like to call it, where we talk about, discuss, analyze, think about, kind of like a small little think tank, if you will. Um, the, we, we, we do that with the events that are happening in our world, past events, current events, and future events. So my hope and prayer is that this little group, my friends, those of you listening, my prayer is that one day we would become such a, if nothing else, just um, aware, armed with facts that we may do damage in the spiritual realm because truly that is the most powerful realm that we know. Everything you see, taste, touch, smell is temporary. It has an expiration date to it. But everything in the spiritual, let me say it another way, everything you see in the natural that you can see, taste, touch, and smell was first in the spiritual realm. How powerful is this realm? Every building you see, every car you see, highways, signs, all of the things that you can see just looking out a window was in the mind of somebody, and they probably procrastinated and getting it done. So you see, though, not even man's best when you look around. And we, are, we really marvel at this planet, don't we? But the things that we put on this earth that we can see, taste, touch, and smell, is nothing. As I say, a lot of the things you see, taste, touch, and smell, was some was somebody that was actually invented by somebody that maybe took ten years to do. So imagine what it would have been if they would have been more, you know. So what am I saying tonight? I just want to bring awareness to the spiritual realm. Tonight we're talking about spiritual warfare. Tonight as a society, as a group of people, small band of people, thinkers, a think tank if you will, this time of night, we want to think about, talk about, pray about the spiritual warfare and our part to play in it. So before I get too deep, y'all know how I can do I'll get to talking, I'll forget everything. Before I get too deep, let me just let everybody know that this happens every single Thursday night at midnight. The One World, One World Society uh, meet. We're talking about demons. The only reason why we're talking about demons is because I truly believe that if you do not understand the spiritual realm, 
you will never, ever understand the one world government. You will never understand the Illuminati, secret society, Templars. You will never understand the Jesuits. You never understand CIA, Federal Reserve. You never understand the depth of wickedness. Because, my friend, the people that control these fuel organizations, and there's a whole lot more, a lot of these people are 100% sold out to Satan. And the only way you're going to be able to understand what they're doing is you have to be 100% sold out to Yahweh or some of you say God, okay? We are in a spiritual war zone. If you don't know it, thank the most how you landed at this particular blog because my goal is tonight with the help of the most high is to show you in very clear, in a clear, precise way how that we our planet is flooded with spirits. Even in your room, you're sitting at right now. Evil spirits and good spirits. They are snared by the words you speak. They're limited by your beliefs. They have legal grounds to do this, that, and the other. The Most High has allowed evil spirits to be up on this planet for a reason. Just like He allowed our flesh to be another enemy. Because we have three enemies. I don't want to get too deep, but we have three enemies. The world, that's an enemy. I hope to talk about it a little bit. The flesh, a whole other enemy that follows around. And evil spirits, which is what we're talking about tonight, are what we call devils. Headed by their chief, Satan, once called Lucifer. Before I get too far gone into this, on This coming Saturday at 11 o'clock, we're going to be talking about the most important subject, I think, of my calling. I love to talk about the one world government. But the one world government, you can find out all kind of information on the Internet. It's just flooded. Lots of people are up in arms about the one world government, the Illuminati, all these secret societies, what they're doing, taking over our government. It's just it's so common knowledge now. But what's not common knowledge is, How do we become different so-called races? Where did black people come from? Where did white people come from? How do we wind up being the different shades of color we are? And does it matter? Is it in the Bible? Of course it's in the Bible. Nothing happens on our planet that's not in the Bible. I share with you a title of a message called Bible Leprosy, where I go into how the Most High created man from the dust of the earth, and out of those two people that God created from the brown dirt, dust of the earth, all mankind was formed. And I, and I also show through various scriptures how white skin was introduced in the picture by way of something called leprosy. It is a form of leprosy. It is not all. There's several different forms of leprosy. Leprosy can even be in a house. Yes, it's deep. It's deeper than you're thinking right now. I guarantee you. But I go into it and I show how vitiligo as well as albinoism is a form of leprosy. And from this 
and the mixing of albinos getting the pigmentation in the skin, eye coloration, hair coloration, and other parts of the body. We know our brothers and sisters because we all one family. This is where the white nation come up out of the caves in Europe. The Most High called them out of the caves in Europe to be a belt uh, to the planet because the planet uh, turned their back on him. And there's many prophecies about a nation coming out of the north that the Most High would use to break down the planet because of their disobedience. It's scriptural all day long, okay? But it kills the myth of white supremacy slash black inferiority. It kills it, kills it. There is no other stronger thing that I teach than the revelation of Bible leprosy. On Sunday, Sunday, that's at 1130 on Saturday. On Sunday at 330, every single Sunday, we always talk about the same thing. How in the world we know Israel? And what does that have to do with today? We go through lots of scriptures showing who we are, how we know we Israel, why there's millions of people all over the planet, this big tsunami, I call it, of a revival of the lost tribes of Israel. Those bones that were spoken of in Ezekiel is coming together as we speak. Did you know that? Do you believe that? You probably say, well, it's not even relevant to me. I don't see it. I promise you. I promise you one thing. If you listen on Sunday at 3.30, Central Standard Time, all times of Central Standard Time, I guarantee you will get an understanding and see why so many people are leaning to this of all ethnics, okay? Monday, I mean, excuse me, Tuesday night, we talk about the, we have the Federation of International Israelites where I invite guests on from all over the world. They call themselves these same Jews or Israelites we just spoke about, and they're all over the planet. Non-white people claiming to be Jews from birth, a lot of them. Okay? So just to give you an idea, right, if you go to my page, which is at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash five underscore smooth underscore stones, that's five smooth stones, underscore would divide five smooth and stones, okay? Click under the profile, you'll see a list. Uh, there's a link to, all, to, to a lot of the books that the most I have blessed me to come across. They have influenced the theft that we know today, that's not the only thing that influenced me, but that will give you an idea of some of the things that I've heard from different scholars that have influenced a lot of the things I teach. Also, uh, there's links. That song you heard coming on, Demon Killer, um, which I know we can't kill demons, but it's still a very good song. I have a lot of good lyrics. It's one of the links on there as well. There's a brother on there, and I'd like for y'all to really click on this brother. It's called Dove Ministries. He's talking about deliverance. I think the link is something like uh, Spiritual Warfare. Uh, but if you can click on the Spiritual Warfare link, this guy is going into the deep, fine, fine, fine details of how to be delivered from evil spirits, how to see these evil spirits, how to detect evil spirits, what they're looking for, how they want your body, what they want to do with a body. I mean, this, 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 this. This gentleman goes into it in depth, in depth, people. And I think I have a video by the same guy. Again, spiritual warfare links. There's other links dealing with the one world government, so check that out. Okay, people, let's go ahead and open up with a word of prayer. We're going to go right into things, okay? If you have any thoughts, we just want to thank you, Yahweh, for this day. We want to thank you for your love. We want to thank you for your mercy. We want to thank you for your kindness. 
We just thank you, Father, for being a father unto us. We want to thank you for your word that you have promised, the precious promises you made to us. We want to thank you that you've kept your promises. We ask the blessing upon this short time tonight. Help us understand truly what the scriptures are saying about demons or devils and Satan and Lucifer and our response to this fallen kingdom, our response to this wicked kingdom. Help us to see the weapons that we have and how that this kingdom is no threat to us. I ask that you would bring people closer to you tonight. It's all about you. It never was about anything else. Help us to come closer in our walk with you, O Most High. These things we ask in Yeshua's name, who is also called Jesus the Christ. Amen. Okay. Let's let's just, you know what, I've been thinking about this subject for so long this week, I just don't know, I always say this, but I really don't know where to start with this. I guess we can start off now. Remember, uh, everybody, we did some previous episodes, uh, 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 one episode on this already, so you want to listen to part one. I'm going to try not to repeat the things. In, well, I won't repeat the things in uh, part one unless it's just something I think really is needed. So you got to listen to part one where I talk about demonic uh, stories, uh, actual uh, live encounters with evil spirits. Like I talked about the one lady who had a daughter who was uh, entertaining, uh, 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 she had an imaginary friend, found out it was an evil spirit. How do we know that? What do we do? How do we get it out of there? There was another young lady who, who fell out at a convention, and we ended up being up to the weeds, middle of the night, uh, about 40 or so people, blacks and whites, all um, uh, types of people out there watching this girl as these spirits just rip through her, just dominating her, I should say, dominating her body, speaking through her, us, speaking through her to us, and just basically saying horrible things and how she got free. I talks about uh, other other cases that's just unreal to the average person. Never heard any of this. So you gotta listen to part one to understand part two because I'm not gonna go over a lot of the things we said early. Okay. Now I gotta talk. Some of y'all been knowing about this forever. You've been raised in this uh, way of thinking. Mom, dad, grandpa took you to church like my mom and like my mom did, and uh, we learned a lot about evil spirits at a very young age. We just went to church all the time. We just raised Pentecost, and we saw a lot. So it was no big thing to us, none of this, none of this. I can put my brother on the line right now, my sister, and they can get bored with this because they've heard of it all their life. But it's amazing how people across the track, some of which very wealthy, very knowledgeable, very educated, college graduated. It's amazing how many billionaires, millionaires, influential people have no clue what this planet really involves. Include psychologists that constantly put all these long names on people, you know, um, uh, schizo and all these um, uh, bipolar. When people are looking at them, and what's looking through them is the presence of what we call, the Bible calls, evil spirits. And these folks don't even have enough intelligence to know what they're looking at because they've just constantly written off the Bible as some myth. So I hope you're not one of those persons that think that the Bible is just a book full of myths because, my friend, if you think that, you are in a rude awakening, especially tonight, Okay. 
Uh, I have had, like I said in the previous broadcast, I don't know how many times I've seen spirits manifesting people. It's got to be over 200 times. I don't know. It didn't really count it, but you got to understand I went to church every day from the time I was seven years old. And I do mean literally every day. My mother, <laughs> I mean, from seven years old to probably about uh, maybe 11 or 12, we went to church every day. And there was always people at this particular church that had that had this thing about deliverance. It was very strong in this area of demonic uh, sermons on demons, people getting delivered. A lot of people came there to get delivered. It was like a deliverance center, if you will. Um, and so we saw a lot. So I don't know how many spirits I've seen talk to people. We as kids would be sitting in churches lots of times and uh, preaching to get to preach. And it wasn't every day, but... It wasn't every week, but it was probably, it may not have even been every month, but occasionally we'd see people that they would pray for and the spirits, sometimes they just scream and it's over with, but then other times the spirits were more stronger than some other spirits and they dominated, meaning the pastors or the preachers could not get them out. And they had to just sit there and just you have to stay with these people, sometimes hours, sometimes churches dismissed, and they have to Stay there until this person get delivered. So I mean, you know, we saw sometimes they would be praying for people, and spirits would would, would taunt the preacher, taunt the people, uh, say all kind of foul things about this person. Sometimes the spirits would leave one person and go enter another person in the same building, and that was very interesting. Me and my brother, we had a kick watching that happen. I mean, I'm serious. A spirit would actually leave who they was praying for, and maybe that person that you have to understand something called, and I don't even know how to start this. We just gonna jump in this, y'all. I probably need to back up a little, but I, that's why I say you gotta see part one. You gotta listen to part one. Um, but spirits, you gotta understand uh, these are fallen angels again, people. These are they are spirits with no bodies. If you believe in angels, you almost are saying in the same breath you believe in demons because angels are not fallen, not in a state of damnation, and evil spirits are headed to the lake of fire in a state of damnation. Okay? Now, these spirits operate in an entirely different kingdom than we do. When I say we, I'm talking about the believers, those of us that believe in the Most High and living after His, keeping His laws, and that accept His Son. Okay. Now, watch this. When a person is praying for a person, they really can't help that person. The only time you can really even cast out a spirit is if that person that's being prayed for has. It's not breaking any laws. Or maybe if they have, they're asking for forgiveness. They're praying to the Most High, forgive me, forgive me. And the preachers, they're praying with them. And they're at a point in their life where they want to turn over their entire life and body and everything over to the Most High. Or they want to be saved, okay? They want everything the Most High has for them. At that moment, evil spirits, hear me, people. Hear me, people. I need to say this about 20 times, but just in case I don't, I don't want to miss it and I'll say it again tonight. If you turn over your life to the Most High and you're seeking His will in every area of your life, evil spirits do not have legal grounds to be in you, on you. They 
Only thing they can be is defeated by you because you are part of the kingdom of the Most High. If you find yourself doing weird things, hearing hearing voices, shakings in your house, weird things going on, and you know for a fact this is not normal. This is not normal. You know for a fact you are hearing some voices tell you different things that is just not sane. Like put your baby in the microwave like the one lady did, and, you know, and it's a lot of people have done that. I mean, I'm serious. Shoot up a school like the little kids in Columbine. Weird things that it takes you to take a life or do self-abuse stuff. Any type of, and we're going to talk more about the characteristics of these a little later on, but anytime you hear something like that, there's good news for you tonight. If you deliver, if you turn your life up to the most high, you are seeking to, to follow him and his ways, they have got to go. And they can go, and it's not a fight. They'll pout. Sometimes they'll make some of the weirdest sound when they leave because they no longer can occupy their body. But they do not have legal grounds to be there. The only reason why they're there is because somebody don't know to take their rightful authority and say, you got to go. But it's real easy. That's the easiest way to get rid of an evil spirit. That's the easiest case I'm going to present to you tonight. Other cases are a little more difficult. But if you are on that path, otherwise evil spirits have a legal grounds. If they have legal grounds, if there's an area of your life, you say, Father, I'll let you do this, I'll let you do that. You can have this area of my life. You can have my finances. I'll do what you support want me to do with my finances. I'll, I'll, I'll serve my husband the way you tell me. Or I'll serve my, you know, the community. Or you're doing whatever. You're handling your life according to Scripture. But now there is one area of your life you saying, I don't know about that. Now, I got to, I got to. I'm not saying you're weak to something. I'm not saying you're smoking. It's an addiction. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying if you want to stop smoking and you really is trying to stop smoking or anything that's defiling your temple, then you, you, I hate to use this word, but you don't fit what I'm talking about. Your will is to get rid of this thing. You're striving to get rid of this thing. Evil spirits, again, don't have legal grounds to you. But now if you said to the most high, this is something I'm going to do, I don't want to stop, I, I, I'm enjoying this, I don't even want to talk about it. Don't nobody try to stop me. My friend, if evil spirits are not in control of that area, they could. you could be one of those persons walking around because evil spirits are not omnipresent. They can't reach your mind. They reach your body language. They can tell by what come out of your mouth, like a lot of these so-called witches do when you come to see these goosehairs and palm breeders. They're experts in body language. And they, that's a whole other Bible study. Anyway, they cannot read your mind. But if there's an area of your life that's not yielded to the Most High, they're going to see your behavior. They're going to see your behavior, and they're going to know there is an open window. I want everybody to turn to Scripture. This is not a Bible study, per se. We're talking about Illuminati. Uh, we're talking about super societies. We're talking about powerful people in the government. The reason we're talking about devils, though, is because before you can understand powerful, wicked people that control our world, you've got to first understand demonic activity in your own life. If you do not believe in demonic activity, if you do not believe in demons, if you do not believe in the things I'm talking about, 
You may not agree with me on everything, but I'm just saying, if you do not understand and believe that our planet has more than the people you see, taste, touch, and smell, I'm telling you, people, you are rookies. You are amateurs, and you need to be careful with how you live your life. You're living life very careless. You might say, well, I own a Fortune 500 company. How dare you? <laughs> Let me share this note. Let me take a little side road. There's a guy by the name of T. Cullen Davis. T. Cullen Davis. Those y'all, those y'all on the Internet, you can type in the name T. Cullen Davis. T. Cullen Davis was, once upon a time, one of the Forbes 400 richest people in America. He was a wealthy man, very, very, very wealthy. Some of the top, one of the top wealthiest guys in the city of Fort Worth at one point. He got the revelation of evil spirits. And <laughs> you should have seen how T. Cullen Davis conducted his life. Man, supposedly he was supposed to kill some people. He actually is the richest man ever tried. To this day, he is the richest man ever tried for murder in the in the country. But he got revelation of this so bad, I and mean, it, it, it shocked his world so much. Ask anybody who worked for Davis Industries in Fort Worth, what did T. Cullen Davis do to all his employees? He made it mandatory that they take a class on demonic deliverance. I get you not. So, he doesn't define anything, but I just have to share that with you that there are a lot of people walking around here that are very professionals, and just because they're successful in one aspect of life does not mean they are even in the fight. If they don't understand spiritual warfare, they ain't even in the fight. They're even in the fight. Because hopefully tonight, if the most high, if I'm, if I'm yielded to the spirit tonight, because there is a war even in me right now. I'm able to accomplish this. I'm going to show you all everyday little things that go on in your life that happen today. You listening to me right now. Things that happen to you today that was demonic. My goal in talking about this, and we'll probably spend a couple more weeks on this, is to show you how you, listener, you right now on your way to McDonald's today or on your way to the bathroom today or on your way to pick up your little girl or pick up your, uh, your husband, or on your way in Walmart, how you are seeing and experiencing people under the influence right now. So we don't have to wait till we talk about the Illuminati and all these wicked people and what they're doing in secret society. It starts on this level. They're just regular people. Okay? So... Anybody have any questions or comments? Please, please, simply um, try to watch the chat room and, and, and keep up with questions. But I, I'm, I'm the only one here tonight. A lot of times my wife is uh, with me, but tonight she don't do the late shows with me, so I'm alone. So I have to get carried away talking. I don't always look up. But uh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Uh, let's look at this. If you got your Bible. I want you to uh, turn to me I want to find in the New Testament Where Christ is speaking of When a spirit Leaves a person How that It 
says to itself whenever a spirit is cast out of someone that it says that it's going to bring whenever it's cast out, like when Christ cast out a spirit, it goes back to the body where it was expelled, or at least it tries. And its goal is to take back seven more spirits, more stronger than it is, so it won't get that eviction again. Y'all get that? And it is in the book of Acts, okay? I'm trying to find this. I didn't mean to go this particular. It happens. Every time I do this blog, I get to talk about something, get on another road, and I think of something. But I want to give y'all scripture proof because I don't want y'all to think I'm just uh, 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 just making up stuff, okay? So while I'm looking for that, um, I just want to say that Tonight is one of those topics that can that can cause fear. Um, I don't want anybody to have nightmares. I don't want anybody to, uh, in any way. I just I, I'm, I'm a little concerned about this topic, and that's why I put that warning up. Um, I don't want anybody to, to, to feel like Brother Seth is trying to scare anybody. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm just trying to reveal the enemy, the true enemy. Our enemy is not people. The Bible says in Ephesians 6 that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. Okay? So our, our warfare is not with the so-called white men, those of us that find ourselves African-American, so-called African-Americans. Okay? It's not with the Indians. It's not with the Chinese. It's not with each other. Okay? It's, the scripture says, we wrath not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and spiritual wickedness. In high places, again, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. Read Ephesians 6, and that talks about that. Okay? Now, let's look at the scripture I was talking about earlier, uh, how, um, Matthew 12 and 45. If we can all go to Matthew 12 and 45. Matthew 12 and 45. Y'all got to see this. Those of you that never heard this kind of stuff before, you got to get your Bibles, dust off the, not off the dust, because <laughs> I know some of y'all Bibles are pretty dusty. But uh, check this out. And I'm, we're going to look at which version shall we read. i got all of the versions right in front of me. Let's go ahead and go with the uh, King James Version. That seems to be what most people have. All right. And it says, Then goeth he, talking about the evil spirit, and take it with himself. Let's back up. Let's back up, back up, back up. Hold on one second, folks. We're going to read this whole thing. But when the evil spirit is cast out, it don't like that. It don't like it. It pouts. It looks for spirits more wicked than itself, so that won't happen again. Okay, and Christ is just saying that it takes seven more spirits with it. So that's why it's kind of, it's a good thing to get deliverance from spirits, 
And I, I just almost don't want to say this because I know how some people are going to think about this. But uh, it's a good thing to get deliverance from evil spirits. But you have got to stay in a place where they can't come back, okay? Because otherwise you find yourself in a worse state than you were in the beginning. Now, I know a lot of people think, well, then that, why would you want to even get delivered? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't want any spirit to me. It's just that, just that plain. I don't want any spirit to me, okay? So uh, another thing I want to say is I don't, we're going to also focus on tonight. Y'all have to bear with me. I'm doing three things here at one time. But another thing I wanted to say is we're going to talk about tonight our weapons. Because I don't want to just talk about what Satan can do and what demons can do and have everybody just terrified and feeling hopeless and you'd be worse off after the, after this blog talk than you were before. I would feel horrible. That is not my goal. you got to understand that the believer, and again, I know a lot of us don't even, um, you know, not even in, not even in, 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 in the Most High. We're not even following him. Uh, so I have got to uh, be wise to that. But, uh, folks, we have weapons. We're not hopeless, okay? We're not hopeless. If you are in, in, if you are truly, truly seeking the Most High and seeking to, to walk after his way, and you've taken up your cross, so, so to speak, and you're following him, check this out. The Bible says in the book of Acts that we've been given 12 Excuse me, nine gifts of the Spirit. Nine gifts of the Spirit. Now, gifts of the Spirit, this is when the Holy Spirit, and watch this. Remember I talked about the demons possessing your body or oppressing your body, where they come in and they actually can gain interest into your body and they can do some things. Check this out. Also, also the Holy Spirit can gain interest to your body and do, do something do, and, and have its way. And when the Holy Spirit had this way, it's very similar in that it, it talks through you just like that spirit does. It rises up in you. But check this out. You are about goodness. You're doing things that help you and help the planet and help the most high fulfill his kingdom on the earth. But you can't be possessed by the Holy Spirit. And those of y'all who don't believe in tongues, speaking in tongues, I, I, I know, trust me, I know, I know how. A lot, there's a lot of people out there that's giving it a bad name, a bad rap. But let me ask you a question. When evil spirits take over a body, hopefully y'all are with me and you, you believe that. Um, but those of you that believe that, I want you to go with me with this. So you know how that person is going to be. They're going to be Satan walking, right? They're going to be possessed of the devil. Okay? Now watch this. What do you think happens to a person that's possessed of the Holy Spirit? You think that the Holy Spirit can pray through them? And if it does pray, how do you think he would pray? And we're talking about the, the Holy Spirit has gained complete, this is rare. I don't think I've ever seen anybody that, that actually was possessed this much. I've seen people that are influenced by the Holy Spirit. We all are here and there. But I'm talking about possessed. i tell you one person you know, you know this person that was possessed, of the Holy Spirit, and his name was Yeshua, or Jesus Christ, as some people know it. Okay? He was possessed. He turned this planet upside down. 
okay? And anybody that was closely or that was heavily influenced, we are we know of those people because they made a mark in our world, like the Apostle Paul and so forth, okay? I know some of y'all got issues with Apostle Paul, but I don't know what to say about that because this man wrote most of the New Testament. All right, let's look in our Bibles, and again, uh, Matthew 12 and 43. Listen to the Christ, the Messiah, talk about this, this, this very subject. 12 and 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest. What? Seeking rest. And findeth none. Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out. Talking about a body. And when he has come, he found it is empty because he was throughout of it, swept and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits, more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So, what am I saying? What am I saying? I'm saying to you, number one, evil spirits are real. If you don't know about these things, and I hate to say this, especially if you don't know the Most High as your as your Lord, as your as your Master. You probably are already in the kingdom of darkness. That's not a slap in your face. That's not to put you down. But I have got to be real with this, folks. You're going to talk about later on in this block some very powerful people doing some very wicked things in our world, and you will not believe it until you understand these basic points right here. If I tell you something crazy, like don't sound crazy anyway, something like. The United States government blew up the World Trade Center. Certain parts of the government, certain wicked people within the government literally staged this event to give us a serious alibi to go to war in the Middle East under the guise of terrorism. We're trying to stop terrorism, but really it's all about us getting their resources and not using our own because our way of life, we use a lot of uh, fossil fuels and so forth, all these rare minerals. And this is our way to go and just practice imperialism all over the planet. If I tell you, you're going to think I'm cuckoo. And watch this. The most high is my witness. I promise you, you'll get to know me, you get to understand lying is not one of my weaknesses, Okay. When the World Trade Center happened on 9 on September the 11th, I walked into work. I was at the airport at the time. And when I learned this information, I was in what we call our operations room. When I heard of the, the twin towers hidden, I immediately made this comment and was just ripped up left and down for saying this. I said, and may God strike me down and take my family away from me. Why would you say your family? Why would you use them? 
because I want y'all to know I'm a stranger to you. You don't know if I'm telling you the truth because I'm just making up stories. So if I say something like that, then you know obviously I must be telling you because that's not something quiet to say. I just want you to understand that I'm not here to lie. I am about pushing and furthering the kingdom, and that's why I'm up sharing these things with you. But I said this. I said this is nothing more than Bush using this as an alibi to go to war with Iraq. I didn't just say if the operation's wrong and got just told told off by some people. I also said it where a lot of people that's listening to me right now that lives in the city of Cincinnati, y'all remember when I was on WCBG saying this. This is done by our government to give us alibi to go to war in Iraq. Then the next day, what happened? A name by the name of Osama bin Laden comes into the picture. And when Osama bin Laden, I was a little bit embarrassed because I felt like, dang, I missed it. But I said, nah. So I just kind of like, well, okay, maybe I was wrong. But I'm just, the reason I brought that up is to let you see, in my mind, I'm not some perfect guy. You know, I've probably got more issues than you got, probably. But one thing I understand is the wickedness of the people that rule our country. I know that they would do that. And I know that they would do that and put it in a movie called The Long Kiss Goodnight. What? What did you just say? I'm about to, that's it, you just lost me. I'm gone, I'm gone. What did you just say? It's in a movie. Folks, I want y'all to check this out. Type in the word, those of you on the Internet, type in this word, Long Kiss Goodnight. And just type in 911. You'll be reading. Don't do it now because I want y'all, obviously, to, to give me undivided attention. But here's a little homework for you. Type in the movie, Long Kiss Goodnight, and listen to the scene in that movie where they're talking about how they are going to commit this horrible crime in the middle of the day, blame it on the Muslims, 4,000 people are going to be destroyed, and the girl who's tied up, her and Samuel Jackson's on their knees, and she saves these perpetrators. You're gonna do what? Says we're gonna gonna kill four thousand people in the middle of the day. Blame it on the Muslim. They have this Muslim guy literally hung up over there. He's gonna put him in his car, stick him in the car, and put him in the scene was dead. And they was gonna blame it on Islam or the Muslims. And she said, okay, since I'm going to die anyway, go ahead and tell me exactly how you're going to do this. He says, she says, he says, boom, 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 chain reaction. She says, how are you going to do this? What do you mean going to kill 4,000 in the middle of the day? He says, boom, 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 chain reaction. They told us that some building, that fuel from those planes is what caused that building to collapse. And we, like some fools, believe it. But if you... Here's something else. It's just more homework. Type in this word. Loose change. Just like you have loose change in your pocket. Loose change movie. Look at that movie, and if you think what I'm saying is ludicrous, that movie called Loose Change, I know it's a weird name, but it's somebody, some intellectual college kids or scholars or somebody, put together all of this proof from all of the different people that were interviewed in Washington, and everybody had anything to do with 911. We're talking about documented, strong evidence. They put this one big clip, it's about an hour, called Long, I mean, Loose Change, the Loose Change movie, 
and my friend, you will have the hairs the back of your neck standing up, and you'll understand what I mean by wickedness in high places. Okay? I'm not going to go into World Trade Center. That is truly another broadcast. We want to stay with demons, but demons were involved in that. That's what wicked people do when these same spirits we're talking about on a lower level get control. They will go to war. They will cause something. There will be fake wars. There will be fake wars. They will do things. America has done many things to themselves, to their own people, and blame it on somebody else just to go to war and to, to rape those people's resources. That is old. That is one of the oldest tricks in war. Okay? It's hard to comprehend, I know. But the reason a lot of you have a hard time understanding that is because you do not understand the realization, the, the, the reality of demon possession. That's why we're on this level talking about them on the very small level. Okay? You just don't believe. And there's no way we can talk about Illuminati and secret society Templars and, and all these people in the Catholic Church and what they're doing and hiding truth and you know, we can't go there because a lot of y'all just not going to get it, okay? So back to 101, okay, Demons 101 here. Let's let's talk about something else. Let's look at uh, what exactly do evil spirits want. And, again, I'm going to talk about some stories, some personal situations like I did with the imaginary friend. And I'm going to do that a little later on. Uh, but I want to, before I just turn this thing and start talking about all these stories that sound like some from Hollywood, I want to let's look at why these particular things happen to these particular people and why, you know, you can understand this. It's not really that hard to understand. First, we want to understand how do demons operate, how do devils operate, okay? All right, they can operate from outside the body. Obviously, we know about that, and they can operate inside the body. We talked about that. But one of the things they need in order to get gain, to gain legal grounds, because the Most High, no preacher can cast out the spirit out of a person if that person chooses to walk in a particular sin. So how do spirits get that particular person to not close that particular door or window of sin in their life? Here is the war. Here it comes. I know we're all intrigued by the demons and how they speak to people and, and snakes and how to get the bodies to fall on the ground and act like snakes and all these things that, you know, we've seen and heard over the years. We're all intrigued by that. But listen, here is the real war. They know that they can get legal grounds inside of you that no preacher, no pastor, nobody, including the Most High himself, because he already has laid down certain laws that he will and will not do. And he will not lie. I'm going to say that again. The Most High has said, I will do this, I won't do that, I won't do this, you got free will, I'm going to allow you to do this, I'm going to allow you to do that, this is your choice, blah, 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 blah. So there's certain things he won't do. Legal ground. We have a free will. We're not angels that don't have a will. We do have a will. That's what makes us different from them. If the evil spirits can get a person to choose wickedness, they have legal ground to enter them. This is how they do it. Here goes the warfare. Through lies, this is where you'll hear a voice tell you something completely different than what the Most High is telling you. The Most High says, 
you are beautiful. There is no price for you. The Most High said you're made perfect. The Most High said you're beautiful. The Most High said you're you're charming. You 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 you're everything good. You none of us can ever do something that will show the true value. Bill Gates is one of the richest men in the world, but even you know his home, which I've seen his home, his home, his company, everything he has is not even a drop of his true potential as a human being. And all of us share that same potential. But the enemy comes, talking about Satan. Remember, we got three now. got three enemies. This show, on this show, we talk about we have three enemies. Worldliness is an enemy. Your flesh, that part of our bodies that craves sin, that's another enemy. An entirely different Bible study or, or study or talk. And the third enemy, not in this order, is Satan or this dark, dark world, this fallen kingdom. We have three things that influence us. If you wanted to just get control of those three areas, you literally can stop 90% of you having problems on this earth. You literally can shut down a lot of the pain we go through. People are going to die. You always have that. Some things you can't stop. But things happening to us, even sicknesses, a lot of things we go through with relationships, you'd be surprised how it can be stopped by controlling them three things. Worldliness, that's other people and their evil spirits and their flesh. Your flesh, that's number two, your fleshly cravings, the thing your body craves that's not godly, and number three, Satan and the kingdom of darkness. How do they operate? Here we go, here we go. Lies. Lies. First one started in the Garden of Eden. Satan entered a snake. Told you he can enter bodies in the snake and spoke to Eve and said, Hath not God said, changing what the Most High said, You can eat of this fruit. You can eat of this fruit. The enemy's job is to change truth into a lie. If he can get us to believe in lies, then we begin to become, uh, uh, we get in a position for him to enter us. Folks, this is powerful as a gift. This is more powerful than talking about demons on a sidewalk. This is more powerful than the house shaking. This is more powerful than anything Hollywood can offer, the exorcist. This, if you get this right here, these three things, at least these four ways, I'm about to, well, there's a lot more ways, but I'm, I'm about to share four ways here that is the key. If we can just master these four things, stop his lies. Here's another thing he used. A lie, back up, a lie is 100% wrong information. Here's number two, deception. This is when he used part truth, part lie. Part good information, part wrong information. He still can gain access to your home, your children, your body. Because if you believe in something crazy, like watch this, here's a, here's a, here's a, Here's a lie right here, and I'm sorry to, uh, to the homosexual community, but here's a lie. We were born gay. I know I lost some of y'all right there. I looked for somebody to leave the chat room or leave the phone line. That's a lie. Here's how you can tell if something's true or not. 
If everybody in the world was just like me, remember that little little, little, little saying they would tell us as kids, if everybody in the world was just like me, what kind of world would it be? Okay, so if everybody in the world was homosexual, the planet wouldn't even live another 50 years because most of going to die in 50 years. There would be no planet. We all just started lying somebody of the opposite sex. I mean, uh, you know, I know how you can take a woman, man, feed and inject into a woman. But I'm talking about if we were showing up gay, everybody, like the opposite. That's how you know whether or not that's wrong and lifestyle is wrong. Not the mission of Sodom and Gomorrah. I hope the Bible is true. Let everybody else in these loose philosophies be a lie. The word of the Most High is true. Hope you all hear me today, okay? Now, that's a lie. That's a deception, okay? Lies, number one, deception. And let me hit this thing a little bit more because I'm going a little too fast. Lies. Let's go back to number one. Well, let me name all of them, and then we'll go back and cover them. Lies, deception, here's another one, ignorance. The enemy uses ignorance as much as he uses lies. If he can keep us in the dark and, let, and not have us to know anything, this is what the secret societies are all about. That's how you know they're satanic, because they're hiding information. The Masons, all these these these. these this, this one world government, oh, let me just keep going here. Another thing the enemy does, he uses force. So he has lies, deception, ignorance, which is no information to keep you in the dark. Like a lot of y'all are listening to me right now. You have no clue of none of the stuff I'm talking about. You're borderline thinking that I'm some paranoia, schizo, whatever. Do you think that? Okay? Some of y'all really do. So, again, lies, deception, ignorance, and force. Force? Means it's this compulsion. The enemy uses compulsion. It's, it's forceful, very forceful. That's how you know something that's not right or something that's demonic. And I talked about how we were going to go through, talk about different things we do in the course of a day. But when you feel a compulsive compulsion to do different things, you can't control it. I promise you, the spirit of most I have nothing to do with that. That most likely is demonic. Because that's just not a characteristic of the Most High. You have a free will. When it's compulsion, compulsion, you've got to do it, you've got to do it. Look for satanic um, activity. Now, let's get into some of y'all's lives, some of my, me personal. Let's just talk about some things. Let's get to you. Let's talk about going to Walmart. Let's talk about shopping. Let's talk about uh, sitting up looking at TV. Let's just talk about your everyday life and demonic activity in your everyday life. Things you experience today, perhaps. The only way you're really going to see what I'm talking about is you've got to be one of those persons that is about truth. If you don't know truth, you ain't building the most high king, you're running here with a 40 ounce, or you're running around here just just oblivious to this spiritual kingdom. You don't even, uh, not that you need to go to church to have a relationship with the most high, but you just don't have a relationship with the Most High at church and even at home. You just don't, okay? And you probably won't ever see any of what I'm talking Well, you probably could, but it'd be limited. Okay? Now watch this. Let me tell you when you will see it. If you start helping people develop themselves, like a lot of counselors that are trying to help people, even if a lot of those counselors is not in church, per se, or not, because they're saying truth, 
That's one of the enemy. One thing the enemy can't stand is truth. When you start talking about truth, things that will set people free, things like this, like you're love, Johnny. Mary, you're a good person. You're gonna make it. Anything that's gonna give life and growth and birth. If you want all those person and that's all you do, then yes, you probably already shaking your head right now. You will absolutely positively run into evil spirits. That is a fact. Because you are a threat to the kingdom of darkness. Suppose everybody listened to you. Suppose everybody listened to what you're saying and believed that they are as good as you're saying. They would want to have a relationship with the Most High. Eventually they would find themselves back in that garden, so to speak, like Adam and Eve, walking with the Most High, obeying his commandments. This is what I'm saying, folks. This is what I'm saying. When you are about Pushing truth, scriptures. You don't even have to be saying John three, four, three and four say Matthew three and eight like some people do. You have, if you just simply preaching that principle that we should respect the environment, even though that don't sound spiritual, it is. That's a part of the Bible. Remember, Christ is coming to restore the planet, restore all things. So if you're part of the restoration process. When you go to restore people and restore yourself, look for demonic thoughts to come. Okay? Look for demonic activity. Look for that person to say things to you. Look for that person to look at you and growl. Look for that person to just look at you and stare. You thinking they just, look at them just staring at me. You have no idea what you're doing. That ain't probably them. Because when you start touching a person and really showing them how much their love is so key, and here's another one. This is major. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing to my mind. When you get people to walk in forgiveness, if you're walking around here, this is why I say counselors, ministers, these people see a lot of demonic activity because they're, 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 they're chipping away at Satan's foundation. When you get young people, older people, to forgive, when you even start trying to you really hitting that spot? Oh, my goodness. Look for people to sit back and stare. They may growl at you. They may all of a sudden just start sneezing look like they can't control it. And you don't think nothing of it. You have no idea what's going on. Because soon as that spirit think that you are going to do something that gives them legal grounds, to leave or they have to leave because as soon as you take legal grounds from them, they ain't stupid. They know a spirit of unforgiveness. You probably say, what? A spirit of unforgiveness. There are spirits. And, again, I got this on my link. Y'all going to have to click on that link on my page. I know uh, Blog Talk just went through, uh, they changed everything, but I think that they still have that link up. Because on this link, i tell you the website right now. It's www.doveministries.com. Go to the deliverance part of their website. This this man, oh, my goodness, lay this thing out. This website, and I've been looking at a lot of different websites trying to figure which one I'm going to tell you all about because there's so many of them, but this doveministries.com, I can't 
It's saying nothing else you're talking about on that site. I'm talking about the deliverance part. Talks about everything from how demon spirits work, descriptions of them, what they do. And this brother's own. Man, it's, uh, one thing I was a little, a little concerned about since I'm giving him a plug here, I got to tell y'all what I disagree with him on. Now, this brother believes, <laughs> he believes that, and I say brother, he's a white gentleman, but he's still my brother for truth if he's preaching truth. It ain't about white and black. Remember, we're above that. Satan's out there, as Ephesians say, he rides not against flesh and blood. But this brother talk about what kind of things. He got an occult checklist, an occult checklist. He got so many things on his, on his list. I know some of y'all will be like, oh, not that. Like one of the things he got on the list that I was like, what? He's paranoid when I saw this. But he's really not. He's got movies. This is, he's had, what am I talking about? This is a part of his website where he talks about, I said he had everything about demons on here, but, the, but I'm talking about specifically at the end of this uh, 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 study on uh, this information he got on uh, demon uh, possession. He got some call, this appendix called the Occult Checklist, and he's got all kind of things on here about black magic, Ouija boards, palm, palm reading, different things uh, that you cannot be involved in because this opens you up for demonic possession or oppression. What's the difference between demonic oppression, oppression and possession? Possession means you have no control. You are gone. Spirit literally is using your body. Your body has been taken over. Almost everything you probably say and think is influenced, under the influence and control of an evil spirit. Most people like this, they're probably in the higher government because Satan want to take out a whole lot of people, okay? Or they're dead because you also a spirit of murder can enter you. And I know I'm jumping around. Y'all got to stay with me. And you also got to listen to part one because I mean, you understand what I'm doing if you listen to part one, and I do mean that. But this brother talk about things like uh, hypnosis, uh, don't uh, don't get involved in tran- trances, uh, don't get involved in tarot cards. I mean, he got this long list of uh, uh, Satanism, obviously, self-hypnosis, uh, what is this, reincarnation, which, I mean, just a bunch of stuff. Some of this I don't, lavitation, like I disagree with him on lavitation. I actually believe that we have the power to do these kinds of things. We just haven't tapped into it. So, it's be, you know, but, again, this is com, and then it's slash USA, slash pamphlets, with an app slash deliverance dot htm, okay? Um, so anyway, that is an excellent website if you want somebody to really uh, do this whole thing I'm doing in slow motion. But i got to move a little fast because we got a lot of things I want to hit. Now, um, any questions before I move on? Any questions? Those of you in the chat room, anybody have any questions? Okay. Now, there are lots of spirits. There's something called lying spirits. There's spirits of lust. Again, they want your body. They want your body. Every spirit have one thing in common. They want your body, including the Holy Spirit. Every spirit wants the right to be on the earth to control things, to bring their God glory. Glory. Every spirit, let me say it again, wants the right to enter a body so they can bring their master glory. So we got spirits that are spirits of murder. They enter you, and all 
all you have this compulsion. Remember that word? Just pretend I said it a billion times. Compulsion. Compulsion. If you have a compulsion to, to bite your nail. Now, I, I'm not going to say nail biting because that's a little stuff. Even though I really believe it, I'm not going to say it. Just pretend I didn't say that. But anything that you just can't stop doing. I mean, some of y'all got a bad habit biting your nails. I don't want to do that. But when you see people nervously, here's the catch. Here's the, 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 the um when you can't stop, that's when you're in a trouble zone. I can't stop doing this. I can't stop. And you can like it. I like to eat chicken fried. But I can stop if I really want to. I do stop every once in a while. I haven't stopped eating for a while. But, man, i got to have, I'm not saying that eating chicken is a demon. Please, y'all got to hear me out now, okay? You got to hear me out. Mama B in, her, in the chat room said, Levitate, uh, Levitation, Seth, we shouldn't touch such things. And I'm going to say this to you, Mama B, and I'll say it's only because you posted out there, but I just think in the church a lot of things that they say we've been taught since we were kids we can't do uh, because it's demonic. And I just think we've been lied to. There is a scripture in Psalms 82 and 6 and also in John 10 and 34, Again, Psalms 82 and 6, and Christ said the same thing in John 10 and 34. Y'all write quick now. Christ said, ye are God. And, and, and they said, what do you mean we, we are God? We're no God. And Christ said these words. Don't you remember that David said, you are God. But if you don't obey the Most High, you will die as mere men. In 2011, Mama B, and those of us, those of you that had a same, you know, comment, in 2011, we're told that we're just mankind. That's what we say, right? And I say it all the time. But did you know truly we were made to be God? Did you know when the scripture says, when the Most High says, be ye imitators of God, how can you imitate some you not? We are God. The Spirit the most highly he made us, he breathed into that dust, what? Of himself. Who is he? He is a God. So if he breathed of us, he is an Elohim. That's another Hebrew rendering of that. He's an Elohim. He's a God. For those of you that don't understand Elohim, I'm going to keep it simple. So if he breathed of us into dust, what does that make us? Yes, he is like an ocean. We may not be an ocean. He's like a big ocean. We're like drops in the ocean. Now, somebody may say, you've got that right. You're just a drop. But even a drop is 100% water. We are. We are supposed to be God. But since we don't, are disobedient, we live as mere men. I don't want to have a whole other Bible study. We truly are supposed to operate as God. I can show you things in the New Testament that we can do right now. Y'all don't think I'm crazy. Here's one. Did you know we have the ability to curse? We can. Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts, there was two people that lied to the Holy Spirit, and the apostles cursed them, and they died. It said the Holy Spirit, they died, but it was, they, had to, they cursed those people. But I mean, here's a, a story that made it even more clear. 
Second, second Chronicles, Second uh, Corinthians five, and I don't have this on my notes, y'all. So you have to bear with me. It's Second Corinthians five. Paul is talking about somebody that was in sin. They was actually sleeping with their father's wife, and Paul said, "You should turn this person over to Satan for the destruction over the of their flesh, that their spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord." What Paul said in Second Corinthians five. There was a brother that was sleeping with his father's mother. And Paul said, when you come together with my spirit and your spirit, he said, you should turn this person over to Satan. He said, even though I'm not there in the flesh, I'm there in the spirit. He said, when you come together, you should turn this person over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh, their spirit, and be saved in the day of the Lord. What am I saying? I'm saying that the church back in the day used to curse people to death. Remember when Peter said uh, to, to the Messiah, uh, Christ, shall we call down fire? And Christ said, no, read between the lines. We have the ability to do just that. We just don't do it. Look at the book of Acts and look at how they act and look at the church today. We're impotent. We don't believe in none of that. We don't operate in none of that. Why? Because the Holy Spirit don't possess us. So, Mama B, I hear you. All I'm saying is I think a lot of things we can do. Like I got it's a friend of mine, uh, well, my, my son has this friend of mine at his school. He's in high school. This gentleman is from Ethiopia, a young boy. He is not a grown-up. He's like, you know, 15, 16 years old. He has the ability to put a, pen, a pencil on the table and push it. They come around his table at lunchtime. And they watch this kid do this. I, my son's name is Josiah after the kings in the Bible. King in the Bible. I said, Josiah, you, you kidding me? Josiah actually took a picture, uh, uh, made a video of it. There's a video of this young boy taking a pencil and pushing off the table. My son said, Dad, you, not, you haven't seen something. He can take paper he just started telling me different things this little boy can do. And I said, well, is he a wicked boy? I said, just I invite him to come over to the bathroom tonight because I'm not, I don't, I'm not afraid of the enemy. I just want to know. I just, I've never seen this, but I hear it. And lots of people can do this. It's, that, that is not what Satan come to do. The church is just scared because they don't have no power. And they said, oh, there's lots of things that I, the human can do. But it's just we're, we're, we're just in a fallen state of sin, and we lack lots of information as to who we are, the power we have, the power that most has given us, and we're just impotent. We just can't do anything, okay? So anyway, uh, I got sidetracked there, Mom, but you're going to have to help me get back on track. But anyway, uh, I'm trying to think what I was saying. But, folks, all I'm saying to you is we live in a world yeah, she says mind over matter. Yeah, that's right, mind over matter. Our mind is able to do lots of things. It's not really that fascinating. This little kid go around, he does this a lot. And I say, well, do he do it on the same table? I'm trying to make sure it wasn't trick, some kind of trick. He says, no. He'll, he'll use your pen. He'll use somebody else's pen. And he can literally push that pen off the table. I'm saying, what? And he showed me it on a video. And I'm like, is this trick? That's why I want to get the kid over but anyway, let's just move right along here, okay? So the evil spirit's number one job is to block information because once they block information, uh, truth, and they can give you a lie instead, they, their whole goal is to gain 
entrance into a body. Once they get into a body, they can do, they can abort a lot of things that the Most High is doing in our life. Okay, it's just that simple. Unforgiveness is major. People, I don't understand why, but unforgiveness is major, major, major. If you do not, whatever you do, I mean, I hate to advocate violence on this blog, but I would rather see you walk up to somebody that have, have offended you and you slap the living crap out of them and go to jail for a year than you to harbor unforgiveness in your heart because once you do, you're going to spend a whole lot more time than a year in that spiritual jail in your mind. And it, it translates into other behaviors and actions. And you end, you end up doing to others what the person did to you, and it just goes on and on and on. The molester molesters, you know, you just go on and on and on. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying evil spirits, the, the, the thing, I, 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 if I don't get nothing else to y'all tonight, please understand their tool is lying, deception. Ignorance and force. Lies, deception, ignorance and force. That is their tool. That's probably a hundred percent that is their tool. They're always trying to block truth because if they get you to believe a lie, you're there, you're gone. Lies like this. Let's talk about some more lies. We talked about one of them. I was born gay. That's a lie. Here's another lie. Black people are inferior. Here's another lie. White people are superior. The whole white supremacist doctrine, that's a lie. Look at what our people went through because of that one lie. Look at all of the hangings and the, the shooting on kids in South Africa. You know, a lot of our white brothers and sisters just embarrassed to even talk about this. They don't even want to talk about it because it was so horrible what happened. That's what happened when you hear a lie. Here's another lie the enemy got on us for a long time as a people, that Ham was cursed black. That scripture was turned upside down. Noah, Ham was cursed black, and that's why the black people suffer. I had a friend of mine. I know he's listening. Uh, he once told me, and listen to this, people. Goodness, I'm so glad I, thought, I remember this. Y'all think that story about the girl with the, uh, anyway, this is major. This brother said, I was one time walking, minding my own business, and I happened to look at a sign uh, that said, God is mad at you. That's what the sign said. It was a newspaper inside of a newsstand that said, God is mad at you. He believed. I know spirits had a field day with him. The spirit said, that's talking about me. Now, I'm going to say it again. This is what the spirit said to him. That's talking about me. The spirits that say that's talking about you. This is what the evil spirits will whisper when they see something like that. They'll whisper in you, they're spirits with no body. You are a spirit, but you have a body, so you can hear other spirits. It sounds like your thoughts. Every thought you think you're thinking is not your thoughts, and I'm not talking about no crazy person, y'all. I'm serious. How many times y'all gotten some thoughts that don't have nothing to do with the way you think you like, where in the heck did that come from? I mean, you thought of something real crazy that you'll never tell nobody. That wasn't you. Yeah, that woman did hear a voice and say, put your baby in the microwave. I believe her, but that wasn't her voice. 
evil spirit told him that God was mad at him. God is mad at me, is how he probably said it to him. I think that's how he said it. It's been a while since I've actually talked to him. But he, I remember him saying he believed God was mad at him. Folks, if you think the Most High is mad at you, God is mad at you, do you have any idea what kind of destruction that can put your life course on? Do you understand that you've just been sentenced to life in prison if you believe a lie like that? That lie is going to cost you thousands of dollars. That lie is going to cost you thousands of arguments. That lie is going to cost you thousands of just thoughts of uh, inferiority. Can you imagine what the lie that black people are cursed, what that law birthed? No. Don't get intrigued by the stories I told last week about demons being inside of people, speaking through them, and all the weird things they did. No. Be intrigued by this. We've got to stop the lies with the scriptures. The scriptures were set free. Christ said, Man shall live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Most High. Man shall live. That means live. In Christ say live. He means really live. The highest premium life known to man can be experienced when we live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Most High. So they want a lot of They want to get the deception. Deception is a tricky one because it's going to be half truth. It's going to be half lie. They're going to say something that's going to sound real good. Like this fake prosperity message. Of course God wants us prosperous. Of course God wants us in hell. Of course God wants that. I ain't gonna mention no name. Boy, I wanna mention some names. But this business that God wants everybody, a millionaire as I heard one brother say, it's crazy. America is doing more to destroy the earth with this so called wealth cutting out all these trees, all in Africa. I was in Ethiopia. I was just Hurt by all of the trees and landscape that were just destroyed. And I said, where are those trees going? Basically to the west for our lust. And the, the most high want all of us to be wealthy, want us all to be driving uh, Mercedes, and want us all in, in, in mansions, want us all to. It don't make any sense. We would destroy the planet in probably 30 days if everybody had this kind of stuff. And you got to ask yourself this question. If these preachers are preaching that God wants us all wealthy, let's not just give Americans the wealth. Don't India deserve it too? Okay, they got a billion people. You really want to put a billion Mercedes on the road with all that, uh, that, all that pollution? You really want to put a bunch of uh, private jets in the sky? You want a billion people in India living like that. It just don't make sense. And I'm going to tell you what it does. Watch this. I'm going to show you the the demonic activity behind that doctrine. Watch this. Again, God don't want you poor now. Most I don't want you poor. Yahweh does not want us walking around here and can't pay our bills, bills behind. It, poverty is the other extreme. It's demonic. 
You go in the hood, you see all type of demonic activity because the folks ain't got enough. So I'm saying the most I want is taken care of. But greed, watch this. Let me show you something. So you pray to the most high, and you ask him for this business, and you saying all these great things you're going to do, but you don't have no character. You pray, you pray, you pray. Paul said in the, in the Pauline epistles, you have not because she asked not. So you say, okay, but I did ask. Then he went on to say, some of you ask and you have not that you might consume it upon your own lust. Whoa, that just wiped out all of America. What is love? Want something that's not yours. And if you want something that you're not really mature enough for, that's lust. That's all lust is. Be it a woman, a car, a dress, if you really can't use it, women sitting there having 300 pairs of shoes, half of the box ain't open, that's lust. I ain't no way to cut it. That's just lust. Well, I can afford it, though. Yeah, but do you need it? Do you know what's going into Americans having 200 pairs of shoes, what that, those kind of demands put up on manufacturers and what that do and what the, the, the sweatshops that's created all over the world, the oppression, the slavery that's created so you can have them 300 shoes? I told you, lunch, you keep breaking it down, eventually you're going to see oppression. There's nothing wrong with me buying 300 pairs of shoes and having 40 to line up and have a warrant to have a price tag. Yep, you just got to go to Walmart, go find out, go to those sweatshops that Walmart have all over the world and see and then come back and tell me ain't nothing wrong with you having 300 pairs of shoes. Missy Elliott talking about she got rooms she never been in the house. Well, come on, Seth, that's her money. She can do what she wants to. Is that right? You got how? Think about this. Rooms in your houses you've never been in. Can you wrap your mind? <laughs> Again, deception, deception, lies, deception, ignorant and forced. These are the two enemies. Let me move on. Let me move on. I can hit that boy. I can stay on that. Ignorance. I got to talk about ignorance for a second. That's number three. Ignorance, ignorance. You got to keep us ignorant. Got to keep us not knowing. You got to keep things a secret. Secret. You ever notice, like in white community, no, no, no hate, no, no white people. Cause y'all know here at Five Smooth Stones, Brother Seth got much love for white folks. Y'all know that. You know that. You should know that. Much love. Bible says, "Whatsoever is not done of love is a sin." I ain't trying to go to the lake of fire. Okay. Ain't none of y'all, none of y'all white people have ever been that intelligent to just destroy my life. You don't have that kind of power. You just don't have that kind of power, okay? Y'all, how people say white music, devil, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, let me just sidetrack. But check this out. You ever notice that in white communities, you go and you find out stuff, you say, why come we never heard that? You go to your bank and you never heard of some of the different accounts that you can have and ways you can do money, and, and you just wonder. <laughs> I mean, I live in an area called, well, it don't matter where I live. I'll tell you where I like to visit. I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And there's an area here that is called by four the most wealthiest neighborhood in America. When I go there, me and my wife get a kick out of looking at what they have that just simply don't exist for sure in, in any black neighborhood, but even some white neighborhoods. And you wonder, how do they get away with these big jumbo libraries when the black libraries got, I mean, like you can put three black, black 
uh, inner city libraries and some of these libraries and some of these sub- in the suburbs and, and, and a lot of the high school with all these stadiums, just the money they get and you wonder, I'm back, I'm talking about evil spirits, I'm talking about evil spirits, I ain't got off track. Secrets. I told you Satan, and yes, it's demonic what those people are doing. They are led of the enemy. Anytime you know that you got thousands of dollars that can help the inner city and you say, well, that's those people's fault. We're not going to tell them. You're operating under the influence of evil spirits. I told you I'm going to show you all evil spirits in everyday life. There it is right there. There's another one. When you see people hiding information from another people, that's wicked. Why would you do your brother like that? Let some inner city people know that they can get funds too if they do this, go to the government this way, let the government have this and the government have that. You know those people are, are, are oppressed and oppressed people as a rule. They don't read. No oppressed people read. They too oppressed to think about reading. Anyway, ignorance. And that's what secret societies do. You think the Illuminati and all of these, these secret societies we hear about, you think they don't know who black people are? In America, they know, they know. Think about, think about this for a second. If you had the kind of money to uh, uh, just tap into our phone lines, and I'm getting viruses all the time. I know everything on my computer. I know lots of people know. I ain't no fool. I just found out something other day that blew me away. Well, about a year, two years ago, I found out that every single cell phone, folks, this is the truth again, secrets, secrets. And every time you see secrets, think of demonic, demonic. Okay, because that's what Satan does. He loves to operate in ignorance, keep you ignorant. As long as you keep you ignorant, he can rule you. But I did not know that any cell phone, your cell phone too, listening, if you would just call me, I can't, I'm not going to do this, but I'm saying if you would call a person and they have this program that you can get for about 100 bucks or less, some of us, there's another program that's even more. I researched the crap out of this because I couldn't believe it. You can put this on your phone. If somebody call you, that's it. You can see every phone call they get. You can know where they are at every time because this program comes with a GPS system. They had it on the news for everybody to see, okay? But, again, even that news question just happened this one little time. It's just There's so many secrets. So when you see secrets, that's how... The enemy operates. And the last one is force, force, force. Anytime you see force, people that can't stop doing something, look for demonic oppression. So here are some errors in which they affect us. They affect us through our emotions. They affect us through our attitudes. Evil spirits affect us through relationships. Okay, they cause resentment. They they, they, want, they cause resentment, and they when you resent fall, that opens up the door. If you hate, if you hate anybody on this planet, I can tell you right now, you, you get on your knees. And ask God to deliver you from that spirit because, trust me, if you walk around this planet, especially for years and years hatred, you probably embody evil spirits and have no idea because you have a big old wide open door with a big old bullseye on you saying, evil spirits inherit me. Hatred is the one thing you just don't. Unforgiveness and hatred, I don't understand what it is about them too. You are most guaranteed to have an evil spirit. But it's not nothing to be nervous over. You just ask them most how to forgive you. And you tell those spirits they gotta go, just like in that song we just read, we just listened to. As a matter of fact, I need to take a drink of water. My throat is really bothering me, and I don't want to just stop the program. So I want to play this uh, our, uh, intro, and then I'm gonna come back and finish this. Y'all meditate on the things I've said. Take notes. 
uh, maybe click on that website real quick, and I'll be right back. I've got to get a drink of water, okay? But check this out. It says, and I was given to thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and once it was that to bind on earth to be bound in heaven, and once it was that to loose on earth to be loose in heaven. In other words, God was telling us that we had to find Satan, but Satan is not by himself. And many times, we only say, Satan, I bind you, but we must now say, Satan, I bind you, I bind your angelic race, and I bind your demon spirit. And where do we bind them up at? We bind them from where there's the gate. We bind them in the heavenly, the earthly realm, the underworld, and the underseas in the name of Jesus Christ. See you dealing with a born again believer, a King James reader. When they come to fucking work, I got more stripes than a zebra. Zebra, zebra, murder, right in progress. I'm keeping up on him, so like his name was Cyrus. And I put two up in where he died, yes, white stress. I guess, put it down on sight, so I guess you can't deal with the feeling. Let alone the skill, let me get this off of my chest. Why, yes, I'm just a spirit, don't get pillar. Like pillar, plus pillar, to make it blunt, this straight demon killer. The other day I had a dream, it seemed that I was crowned the king. Giving the kingdom in the black queen. Close my eyes. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. I want to just, hopefully, I just played that. So, and lyrics to that is on my on the link on my page. Listen, check this out. Um, if you have your Bibles, those of you who have your Bibles, I want y'all to check out some. Turn to Luke 13 and 11, please. Luke 13 and 11. If you don't have your Bibles, that's okay. I'm going to read it. All right, but I'll give you a minute to get that. But I want to quickly, while we have a few minutes left here in the program, a little more than a few, we have 22 minutes, so I want to just hit some some, uh, some more tactics of the enemy. I want to share a story while you turn to this. To this. There was a, I remember that I had a neighbor that used to sit out front, and I always used young ladies, um, ladies or women, you know, the previous story I've, I've shared I thought about this story that y'all might like this because um, I told you there's so many. I can just start talking right now and just share different encounters with relation with the spirit. But there was this brother, a uh, white gentleman, who was a neighbor. I lived in Arlington, Texas. And uh, he sat outside, and we would see him every day. Nice guy, never did anything wrong. Very good neighbor. He lived right next door. And... Uh, I remember that um, every morning I would hear this gentleman, okay, and uh, I'm trying to, I just, just bring back this memory. Every time I think of these old stories, they just bring back a whole lot of things. But we was living right off of Pioneer Park, we off those you from all of Texas, y'all know what I said. And uh, we would see this, this gentleman every day and think of it. But in the morning, for whatever reason, if this, I hope, pray this is not you, but every morning we would hear this gentleman. And I don't <laughs> probably have to just make this sound, but he would make these really crazy sounds, people, every morning, okay? And uh, I would just say, <laughs> what is that? I would say, is he playing or is he serious? And I only want to embarrass myself making the sound, but he wasn't singing, he wasn't crying, it was somewhere in between. So my wife and I, at the time, because I was married before, this is when I was, I'm in my second marriage now, but the wife that I was married to at the time, we, we very, very much was like I am powerful, powerful woman of the Most High. And we got tired of every morning waking up and hearing this guy making these howls like our animal. And people, I know y'all don't know me from jump. Some of y'all don't. But you're going to learn me. You're going to learn that. I don't have to lie to promote. This is so much in our world. We don't have to lie. Anyway. We, this guy make these noises. This one morning we had enough. Laying in the bed, sleeping, waking up to this noise, this this noise, this this howling. We said, let's just agree right now, take authority over this demon. I'm trying to show y'all a solution. We literally, with the finger, pointed to the to the apartment next door. We both sitting there, laying there in the bed, just pointed. That's all we did. So imagine two people in the bed pointing at a particular wall, and we pray. I don't remember the exact words, but I know how I normally pray. Something to the effect of Satan, 
We take authority over you. You foul spirit that's got our brother bound up, and you got him making these weird sounds. We take authority over you. We claim him for the kingdom of the Most High. I think I said kingdom of Christ then. We bind you and command you to leave this brother. Set him free in the name of Jesus. That's it. We went back to sleep. And what's going to happen next is <laughs> just hard to believe. We attended this church downtown Fort Worth called Calvary. I don't remember the exact time. I don't want to lie. I want to keep this as correct and clear and uh, factual as I can. I'm going to guess somewhere around four months. Four months later, this guy moved out a little while later. I don't know how long it was. He moved out later on. About four months later, we was leaving the church, and we saw a white gentleman in a suit come to the doors, and we could not believe it. I ran and got my wife at the time and said, you're not going to believe this. And this brother looked at us with this smile, and y'all know that Pentecostal, I shouldn't say Pentecostal, y'all know that grin you get when you just been free and the enemy don't have You know that, that, that you know how it is when you've been in bondage and you just you give your life to the most high and you start living in that, 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 that look, you get that glow. He has this glow, and to this day, I mean, yeah, we believed our prayer, but we just couldn't believe how free he was. Listen, people, this is no joke. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. He went on to say that he was saved now. God had cleaned him up. And I know he didn't hear us praying through those walls. So what am I saying to y'all? I'm saying this to you, that before we as a one world society, as this blog is called, before we can start studying the one world government, because we are going to go there, we're going to start studying the one world society. We're going to start looking at what the agendas are. We're going to look at fake wars on terror. We're going to look at the CIA. We're going to look at skull and bone, okay? We're going to look at a government within a government. We know that. We're going to talk about uh, the Club of Rome. We're going to talk about all these, these these wicked secret societies. They think they're secret, but they don't know. We got their number because we know how wicked. We're going to look at the World Health Organization. Is it really for world health? Huh? We're going to look at uh, the United Nations. Really and truly, they're key players in, 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 in the Messiah return to this planet. And it, United Nations is nothing more than our little hoe on the corner. She works for us, okay? It's just true. I'm just being honest. It's just I don't know no other way to say it, okay? Okay? We're going to look at America, the country called America, the country many of us say we love. We're going to look at who she is, what she's doing all across this planet. Is she really spreading democracy? Is she really in everybody's country? Did you know we in almost we in we are in every single election. We influence every single key election on the planet. But you know we have naval bases set up all over. We have naval places and places where there's very few humans. We got naval bases everywhere. We the CIA got uh, 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 people working for them 
all over the world. You ever heard of something called the Economic Hitman? Go online right now. It's remote homework. I'm throwing stuff out there for y'all to go research. You ever heard of a book called the Economic Hitman? It's crazy how one man can talk, can, can cause a whole government to talk to uh, fall. We're going to talk about this global. We're going to talk about the IMF. We're going to talk about uh, the World Bank. I actually know someone that sat on the World Bank before. We're going to talk about, of course, the Illuminati. We're going to talk about these militia organizations. And, folks, we've got to talk about 2012 because I'm sorry to say our economy is going to fall. There is a video that does a really good job called The Day the Dollar Dies. Pray before you look at it on YouTube. It's very depressing, but folks, you, you can't keep sticking your head in the sand because, you know, these things are coming. You're supposed to be alert and aware, and you don't know how to plan for your family. And, you know, I tell everybody, if you can, you need to purchase you. you uh, first of all, you need your passport updated every year, I mean every 10 years. And you also need one way, if you can, round-trip unrestricted fare uh, to some Caribbean place, because the further you go, the more the ticket is. But maybe to Jamaica or someplace. You need to just have that for your kids, just just in case. Fully refundable now, not no restricted ticket. Fully refundable. And every year, just go to the airport like, like they require you to do and get, a re, get it uh, reissued for another year. Every year, you got to go to the airport and make sure you stay updated, okay? A fully refundable, the most expensive ticket they got, one way or round trip, because I'm telling you, this is the only time I can think of in the, in the history of America where the prophets and the economists and the scientists are all saying the same thing. This cannot be another Katrina. We're getting warnings, just like they said, people, leave, leave. Katrina is coming. Leave, leave. We're hearing that right now by prophets, teachers, evangelists, economists, Scientists, everybody is saying there is something up with 2012. Now, I don't think the crazy movie was right. Hollywood always overdo it. But I do think this, the, the day the dollar died, that video, is very realistic. While you're at it, I gave you a lot of things for homework, so to speak, if I'm, if I'm able to do that. But here's another good thing you can look at. We go to YouTube again because that's, that's the number one place to go for document, documentaries. Type in this word, Z-E-I-T-G-E-I-S-E, Zygis. Z-E-I-T-G-E-I-S-T. I'm not, I have to sometimes write words down, but type in that, and then type the word addendum, addendum after that, Zygis addendum. Look at that one hour, boy, that right there is the truth, so help me. Those people understand this one world government a lot better than I do. Because these are powerful people with money and clout, and they understand exactly the things we're talking about. The only thing I have against those people, the only thing I have against those people, yes, they understand the banking world. Yes, they understand the whole economy collapsing and all that. Yes, they understand the greed. Yes, they understand American imperialism. Yes, they understand military. They understand uh, Illuminati, a lot of these things, but they have issues when it comes down to religion. And I have big issues with them, so I don't subscribe to what they're talking about when it comes to religion. 
But everything else, those people are right on time. But we're going to talk about the Bahamas. Bohemian Grove. Y'all know that powerful people get stripped naked and run. And this is documented. I know how it sounds, but you just don't know about it. Some of y'all had your head in the sand all the time. But the Bohemian Grove is where powerful leaders of countries come and do oaks in the woods in California. Sometimes they go to New York and they make this is a secret society. Meet there. Skull and Bone does their thing there. Okay? Are y'all aware of that? Are y'all aware of these things? Okay? All right. So we're going we're gonna to discuss these things, but like I say, you're not going to believe in this. Like I talk about the World Trade Center. You know, a lot of people just don't believe it. Look at the $20 bill. People say, oh, I can't believe you're talking about that, the $20 bill. The $20 bill, you know, and you can go online, again, type in 911 $20 bill. Some of y'all ain't never heard of this. Y'all don't know where you've been, but you think it's uh, just a coincidence that you can fold a $20 bill four ways and see a darn near photograph close. It's a little awkward. It's like almost a photograph of the World Trade Center. And then when you flip it around, the Pentagon, you think that's a coincidence? You think that's really a coincidence? Oh, that's just a coincidence. You can flip money all you want. You can get all types of pesos. You can get all types of money from all over the world. You can flip that money, fold it this way, fold it that way. You'll never get a picture of anything. But you can take a $20 bill and fold it about four times and get a picture of the World Trade Center on fire, flip it around the Pentagon on fire because those trees on the $20 bill is not real trees because there's no trees blocking the White House like that. Dan Newton say it's on the $50 bill also. I haven't researched that, but the $20 bill, you can flip it four times to get a picture of the world tracing on fire. And if you don't know about this, again, go to Google, Yahoo. It's a billion people out there talking about this. You just don't know about it. $20 bill and the World Trade Center. Don't forget the movie The Long Kiss Goodnight. Well, oh, I'm so glad I thought about this. On the movie The Long Kiss Goodnight, you got to read that scene. It's all over the Internet, okay? But I went and got the movie Long Kiss Goodnight because I went to see it again after I found out that they was mocking the World Trade Center before it even happened. Powerful people do that. They like to first organize something then put it in entertainment world, and then watch you sit up and look at it, and you not knowing that that's going to happen for real in this planet. They like putting little signs on markings and $20 bill, you know, eyes and symbols, and looking at us use this $20 bill day in and day out and not realize that the, the most horrific event ever to hit, the U.S. is right there on that bill. They like, they're like little, you know, little little nerdy kids in high school that used to like playing intellectual games. Even on a comedy, this is a comedy, y'all, okay? Don't quote me on this. But you remember even like something as silly as Batman, how the Joker would always put in the sky what he was doing. Kind of like that, on a, you know, on a more serious and real level, though. They like doing things like that because these people are evil. These people are controlled and possessed by Satan, Okay. Now, let's talk about our power because I've got seven minutes, and I've got to do a good job. Folks, I have got great news to tell you. I've talked about Satan and what they can do, and I'm not even done. I, I, I wanted to talk about uh, I wanted to talk about the parable of the sower. 
Because remember, I told you it's all about information, y'all. All of this secret society, all this stuff is about information, hiding information, twisting information, okay? But the power, the parable of the sword is throughout the Bible, okay? It's in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I can tell you where it's at because it's all throughout the Bible. But the scripture says when the word is preached or when somebody is given truth, that a lot of times they don't profit from that truth because they fall among the wayside, which means they forget it. They forget the information. So demonic spirits is heavily involved in causing them to forget information. Be careful. Be careful. They like to make sure you're sleepy and sluggard. You know, um, masturbation is another stronghold that it uses against men because they want men sleepy and tired and impotent in thought, okay? It, you know, it takes a lot of the body out of the body for a man to produce semen like that. And a lot of guys, when you find them addicted to masturbation, that's totally demonic. It's almost, almost comes with that, okay? I'm telling you all the honest to God truth. I know this is tight, but it's right, okay? So loss of memory. Loss of memory. I can't forget. I can't forget. You know, I mean, I mean, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. You're finding yourself issues with memory, and all of us struggle with this. I'm not saying if you forget something that's demonic. I'm just saying when you find yourself forgetting key things, that's, that's the enemy a lot of times trying to block your mind because if you get a hold of that truth, remember the truth is what's going to make us free. Christ said, man shall live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Okay, here's another, the deceitfulness of riches. The deceitfulness of riches is another thing that chokes the word, the word in the parable of the sword. Okay, this sword went out to sow seed, and the Bible is talking about some of these seeds went into the ground and produced good, good ground, good fruit, good a harvest. But what happened to those other seeds? And it said that, again, number one, they're by the wayside. Wayside, as Christ explains, is memory. The Bible says they didn't remember the word. They were just happy to get it and excited, jump up and down in church, but they didn't write stuff down. They didn't record it. Like right now I'm talking to y'all. Are you writing stuff down? Do you remember it? Because the enemy is going to come and take the memory later. And I'm moving fast. Y'all got to go with me now, okay? The second way they lose word or lose information or lose truth they can deliver them is through the deceitfulness of riches. They're trying to, that's what I was talking about, the, 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 the prosperity message, the fake prosperity message because, the gospel, the true gospel is a prosperity message. I'm talking about the fake prosperity message that God wants all of us rich. It's not true. God wants all of us taken care of. Okay? It's different. If you need riches, if you need a helicopter, yes, he wants you to have it. But you shouldn't be taking on a helicopter, uh, Creflo, to, you know, uh, uh, sorry about that, to church every Sunday. Okay? Had to go there. Anyway, Kenna Copeland, do you really need an airport? I'm sorry, y'all, we have to go there. It's the truth. Some of these people is just greed. They're just building their own empire. It ain't about the kingdom whatsoever, whatsoever. I don't care if you can get somewhere faster. I had a brother tell me uh, in justifying a particular pastor, after he, a particular speaker, after he got in the Learjet, talking about he shaved two hours off his travel plans because of his Learjet. So. But now, don't get me wrong. If you produce, if you're presenting that word and you're in demand and you can't, sometimes you can't catch commercial jets. Some people are gonna have to have jets. I'm not against having jets. I'm not against having even big homes. You're gonna be using your home and not like Missy Elliott talking. About she ain't been in one of the rooms in the home. I mean, don't get me wrong. You're gonna sometimes need that. But anyway, sore, the sore. Another thing, another reason that the the word did not prosper and fall on good ground and produce a harvest because. 
Number three, in the parable of the sword, as many of you know in the scriptures, what was number three? The enemy came after the word was sown. And then the number four was those that actually listened. Oh, the enemy came, I'm sorry, the enemy came and persecuted those people for the word's sake. In other words, if you hear, you go to church and you go to, to teaching on good health and you hear a lot of good, good things about how to get set yourself free health-wise, then all of a sudden you start getting these crazy thoughts about, well, I might die eating these herbs. I heard somebody die. That's the enemy comes to, and, and then sometimes persecution comes. Sometimes persecution comes. When you hear a word that is going to deliver you and set you free and make you free, persecution will come on that particular topic that you're hearing about. And then the last one, of course, it fell on good ground. So, people, I've shared the word to you today. I've shared with you today. I look for the enemy. I look for the enemy. You might not look for the enemy, but I look for the enemy to come behind me and try to take the very things I've said. So what are you going to do about it? Last thing, in the Bible, there's something called the gifts of the Spirit. We have gifts of the Spirit. Okay, there's nine. All I'm saying to y'all is I want y'all, the more homework is for y'all to research the gifts of the Spirit. Next week I'm going to deal with that, what our power is, what weapons we have to fire back at this wicked system, okay? I'm sorry uh, I was rushing there at the end, but there's just so much to talk about. Join me next week, same time, same channel. And uh, we'll finish this up, okay? But don't be afraid of evil spirits. They are powerless if you are walking with the Most High. Okay? If you're not walking with the Most High, you are praying. You're probably already housed by them. So the solution, turn your life over to the Most High. You have to, you have to read the scriptures. It ain't about going to nobody's church. It's about discovering who he is all by yourself. You can learn it in somebody's church, Okay? I love y'all. I love. I truly love sharing this truth, and uh, let's just do this next week. All right. Don't forget Saturday. This Saturday, I'm on again with my wife. This time, we're talking about leprosy, and then Sunday at 3:30, we're on talking about how we know we Israel. All right. So I'm out of here. Shalom. It says, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and once it was that to Well, folks, you've been listening to a pre-recorded message. I apologize that I wasn't uh, here to uh, have a live recording, but uh, hopefully this was a blessing to you. Um, it, was, it is one of my most popular messages, if not the most popular one. So I figured what better... A message to play in my absence than this uh, recording. So um, there you have it. I uh, again want to thank everybody for listening to the through its, its entirety, and um, just want to say uh, I listened. Just hearing it again really did something to me. You know, I was able to get catch the last half of it. And I just sit here and listen to myself, so to speak, just like you was listening. And uh, I must say, it really does something to you, just does something to me to hear me talk about some of these previous experiences. Every single one of them is true. And uh, I do want to correct something I kept, I was talking about next week, I'm going to talk about this next week, I'm going to talk about that again. This is a pre-recorded message, so 
Our next show will be actually on Sunday. That's a family show. Uh, unless I do a show on Saturday, though, and that's just a, it, there's, it's not a it's not a planned thing. I just sometimes do shows on Saturday. So uh, if that happens, we'll have a show on Saturday. Otherwise, uh, just want everybody to know that um, just appreciate you stopping by. And if we have a show on Saturday, it's what I was going to say. If we if we have a show on Saturday, I'll just have a show, and you'll get a reminder sent to your cell phone if you have that reminder. Already set up. If you don't, go to the show. Go to Five Smooth Stones, uh, uh, first block talk radio, and uh, slash five underscore smooth underscore stones, and have a reminder sent to you of when my shows come on. Again, that's blogtalkradio.com slash five underscore smooth underscore stones. Go and get a reminder sent to your cell phone, and they'll let you know when we have Saturday shows. But it looks like uh, we probably won't have one, most likely. And uh, then on Sunday, I have a family show. You're more than welcome to listen, but it's talking about our family here locally in this area. And then on Tuesday is when we'll have the next show. Um, uh, maybe may even be Wednesday. Um, I've, uh, I've started to work. I switched my schedule around, and I'm not able to be off anymore on Tuesday. So either it'll be another pre-recorded show or we'll start doing shows on Wednesday. I'll keep you posted, though. Either way, go to so you'll get something. You need the live or pre-recorded. So I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. And I'll give you another song to go out on versus the Demon Killer. I know we played it already twice. So uh, we'll do something a little different and uh, go out on. Let's see what's a good song to end this show on. Well, let's do this one. This is a good one. All right, so good night. And... Um, We'll see y'all next time.